0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Light Body Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lara May. And today I have with me Andrew Annunciation. And he is the founder of Cacao King. And so without further ado, I want to allow him to tell his story and to introduce himself to us. So, hello and welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. So tell us how you came to, you know, familiarize yourself with cacao and and then we can jump into like what what we use it for and, and all the amazing benefits.
1: Awesome. Let's dive right in. So, um, yeah, when I was a, a child, you know, uh, selling chocolate was actually one of my first forms of uh, making money and, you know, starting to, you know, kind of open my eyes to you know working and you know raising money as a child and uh, my dad actually set me up to sell chocolate door to door and i saw chocolate i think you know at a very young age is like a commodity as like an item that you know you can make money and to you know function in society i grew up in uh, california in southern california and when i got older um, i joined uh, the spiritual community i lived in hawaii the beautiful garden island of Kauai, and i was so inspired by the spirit of aloha and sharing that i really wanted to have something for myself to share to the community and i started sharing cacao you know and and during that time i i found out that the aztecs actually used cacao as currency so that saying that money grows on trees well back then it did and so i really began sharing this medicine as if I was giving away free gold to my friends and if you can imagine if you if people started receiving free money you know the vibration and the excitement and the happiness and the joy of you know receiving something for just literally being um, you know I think the the vibration the the value the the worth of people really rose in the community and I just found that to be of such a value
0: That's so cool. Yeah. Um, I love that, that spirit of giving and just for the sake, just for the sake of that, and, you know, with no expectation, you know, of getting anything back. Um, so but in the um, emails that you and I exchanged, you wrote the biggest yeah. treasure from cacao is connection. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Can definitely. Can you speak
0: a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah. So, uh, so after I, I was living in Hawaii, I began uh, sharing cacao to my friends, you know, which really rose the vibe and it really brought more connection to my life. And so after that, I traveled back to California where I spent most of my life and I was traveling to different music festivals, which I was really feeling called to that scene and I just began sharing cacao to one festival, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And it brought me to so many different people that I met. And then later leading me to the Nobe indigenous people, which is one of the seven indigenous tribes of Panama. And from all these years of sharing cacao, you know, I really, I'm really so blessed to to really have met so many different people in my life because of cacao, because of cacao king. And, you know, the cacao um, in ceremony, in the cacao ceremonies that I lead and that I facilitate and that I teach others in in the cacao king ceremonialist training, connection is so important because connection with ourselves, connection to the divine, connection to the earth, connection to the elements, connection to others. You know, I, I really believe that, you know, beyond this lifetime, you know, when we Perhaps leave this body or, or leave this planet and move on to the next transition. You know we're not going to be bringing the this material possessions that we're gathering, but perhaps about the memories and the connections and those moments that we really made with each other are really going to go with us to that that next place, and hopefully that will ripple out into the world to make a positive impact to humanity. Yeah, absolutely,
0: that's so true. Um, what so let's maybe go into the ceremony aspect of it so people get like a little better idea of like what it really means to um to take part um or to Mm -hmm. you know like really again just make the connection with the cacao itself so what does that look like from your perspective and your practices
1: sure so i think it it really goes back to how i learned cacao ceremony and You know, I learned it, uh, you know, being an assistant to someone in, uh, I believe, in New Mexico, just assisting them and making the cacao, supporting them. And then meeting the Nobe indigenous people, I learned what they do in the ceremony. And what they do is that they drink cacao all night long from nighttime to sunrise, no food, no water, just cacao. And the cacao ceremony is actually used to help heal the sick. And to get rid of evil spirits within the community and now because of modern technology western science we now know that cacao it's actually known as a an natural antidepressant so it helps elevate the mood it also works with your cannabinoid system it synergistically works with psilocybin mushrooms with uh, marijuana and also it has the theobromine which actually translates from the Greek word, uh, which means food of the gods. And when you look into the deep history of cacao, you know, the divination and the, the different rituals that perhaps the Aztecs and the Mayans use the cacao, it's, it's very fascinating. And I think that really the the deepest wisdom of the of cacao ceremonies and the power of cacao really is reminder to humanity and to us of how important our intentions are really what is it that we're really calling into our lives what is it that we're really wanting to invoke not only for ourselves but within our communities that we're involved in and yeah that's that's just the just a slice of it really for the the ceremonial piece you know and and really cacao it's one of the most antioxidant rich foods on the planet which means that it also can help it may help cure cancer. So, you know, this is this is such a, a beautiful, subtle plant medicine, perhaps more compared to like uh, psilocybin mushrooms or DMT or ayahuasca in the more like trippier sense. But, you know, I've also uh, heard that it actually can release DMT um, cacao. And when I've actually done cacao ceremonies where I've drinking cacao and done breath work, I've actually like seen like, in, like an entity and I think that, you know, this is one of the most complex foods on the planet. I'm not exactly even sure if, if scientists or, uh, you know, people who have actually really researched cacao has actually found the full constituents of the cacao. Because it, it is a very, very complex um, uh, food that has so many constituents to it.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it's so important just to, again, like you said, um, like reinforce this concept of, of intention with ceremony. Like one of the reasons we even, you know, do ceremony is to, you know, again, make that connection with the sacred of some way, shape or form, whatever that is, you know, in your practice. And then, you know, once you make that connection with the sacred, bringing in your intention, because that really can amplify and, amplify, you know, what you're trying to bring into the world or what you're trying to make better about the world or for yourself or, you know, so many things. And I think a lot of us, especially in the Western world, are living a life of disconnection. And so through this life of disconnection, bringing back the connection and bringing back the intention that just opens so many doors to fulfillment, to healing. Um, Yeah, and then also too, I just wanna like reinforce that when you talk about cacao, you're using the raw plant, right? It's not like, yeah, it's it's not like you're going out and buying chocolate at the store and.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, uh, that's a really good point to actually touch upon. So if if anyone is familiar with cacao or they're just, you know, just looking to, to to read or to understand more about it. Cacao, you know, like I said in the previous comment that it's one of the most complex foods on the planet. One of the most constituents of even making this food. And the process of even making chocolate is so complex. I mean, you start with a, with a fruit pod. And inside that pod can hold 30 to 60 cacao beans surrounding a white fruity flesh that does not taste like chocolate. And what they do is they ferment these beans with that white fruity flesh for about seven days. And then after that seven days, after they've harvested it out in the jungle, in the wild where there's deadly snakes and toucans and sloths, which is such amazing hard work. And if you've never done that, I highly recommend being able to get a a, a taste of, of what that's like because it is, Once you do that, you will have more of a reverence and a respect for chocolate, for cacao. And after that seven day fermentation process, you sun dry it, where you rake those beans every 20 to 30 minutes for three to four days. And after this over 10 day process, then you roast it. And you gotta make sure you roast it perfectly because you don't want it burnt. And then you have to grind it up grind it up so fine that that chocolate bean, that fermented, sun-dried, roasted cacao bean turns into pure ceremonial cacao, pure full-spectrum cacao. And this is the cacao that I'm talking about. And and when a lot of people, I believe, may know more about cacao powder or cocoa powder, and what that is is actually when you have that full-spectrum cacao, you extract the fat content, the cacao butter. And what you have left is this byproduct, which people are now pulverizing that and making cacao powder, which I do not recommend consuming because this cacao powder can actually pull nutrients, may actually pull nutrients from your body instead of giving to you the benefits. So if, if you can imagine, you know, something that's full spectrum, you know, you getting the full benefits, you getting the full euphoric effect from the mind, opening up the heart, really tuning in with your intention, you're not, you're not just consuming this byproduct. And if you go to the indigenous, you know, when they extract the, the cacao butter, the byproduct that people have been turning into cacao powder, that goes rancid within about three to four days. And so I, I saw from the indigenous people, you know, the, the people that, you know, are connected to nature, connected to each other, people that, you know, they live with each other for their whole lives. You know they're making maybe a dollar a pound selling these cacao beans, and literally devoting their lives to grow this for the, for for the for the planet, for the whole world, for all of humanity. And they don't even know maybe what impact they're doing. And I think that you know there's so much information. There's so much things that that we can be, uh, you know. the the knowledge and the wisdom of exploitation and just the understanding of, you know, what's really going on in the economic field of of humanity and what's really happening. Um, You know, it really gives us more of an understanding of where our food comes from. And I think that in itself also helps us to connect.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I also, I want to circle back to like when you were comparing it with uh, some other plant medicines and you know, you mentioned D and T yeah. and and yeah. those, you know uh, typically and by reputation, like you said, have a much more um, I would say like drastic experience maybe, or like um, contrast experience. So I think it's important to also talk about the, like when we go through ceremony and we're having a healing experience, it doesn't always have to be, so stark and with contrast. Like it can be gentle. And, you know, like even you know, I think embracing the gentleness of the plant that you're making that connection with is probably part of the lesson within the ceremony, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, that's such a that's such a beautiful thing where you where you bring into this conversation and talking about gentleness. You know, I I think, you know, especially in the in the Western society, I'm like I said, I'm I'm from California and you know there's a lot of doing. There's a mm-hmm. lot of doing and doing and doing. And you come over here to the east into say Thailand or Southeast Asia, where a lot of people are more into relaxing and taking it easy and no rushing. And, you know, like it'll get done when it gets done and not on your timeline. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, these two extremes of, you know, being too relaxed or too too going, I think, you know, maybe that has something to do where, you know, the Buddha talked about, you know, this middle way. And uh I think when you talk about this gentleness, it, it really brings up, you know, the fact of, you know, depending on how much trauma or traumatic events one person has gone through, you know, maybe you don't need another traumatic event to kind of spin you up again. Maybe you need actually something more relaxing and gentle to calm your nervous system and go into a parasympathetic and, you know, to really feel safe and feel loved where we can then open up from that space. And this is what I teach in, in my trainings and this is why I'm such a, a big believer in being and, and helping to facilitate safe and loving spaces.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, with that being said, are there specific reasons that people seek out cacao ceremonies? You mentioned trauma or healing from trauma, but um, are are there more things or is it mainly just focused on, you know, like sort of like processing emotions and healing trauma?
1: So a lot of people may may experience or want to experience a cacao ceremony when they're actually getting out of a difficult uh, chapter in their lives. So maybe you got out of a 10 year marriage or maybe you just got out of a really big career and you're wanting to, you know, transition out of that. This is an amazing time to do cacao ceremony because the cacao is going to really help bring those stagnant, those suppressed emotions to the surface and really begin to open up our hearts and really begin to, to show us and to give us the opportunity to really look deep within ourselves of what's really important for me. What's really important for me right now and this life that I've been living that this life that I've been pushing myself and being burnt out and, you know, having my boss just push me and push me for them to get this work done, you know, people are are, are waking up people, people are waking up from this and really realizing like, hey, this isn't the life that I want to live. And this, this isn't the dream life that that I want to be signing up for. And I think a lot of people are right now are being waking up, especially during these last couple years of you know being able to just when they're just being stuck at home and can't go out and you know we can go on and on and talking about this but but really the real reason is really what is it in me that 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 wants to come forth in the world what's my medicine that wants to come forth to the world you know my my inner medicine this this vessel what is it that this vessel wants to release and to, and to show connecting to ourselves connecting to the divine connecting to the earth Connecting to the to the elements.
0: Absolutely. And I, I think that's even more important just to sort of reinforce and mention again that we are spiritual beings having a human experience on this planet. And so when we get disconnected from ourselves, when we get disconnected from the planet, you know, that really it ripples throughout our lives. And I think so much of, you know, whether you just want to call it general unhappiness and discontent to full on, you know, anxiety and depression, um, and even maybe even more complex emotional health issues can be linked back to disconnection. And so it's so important that, and I think that's what's so um magical from my perspective about learning about cacao is that it it is from the earth you know mother earth it is a fruit of the earth and you know if you make the effort to go seek out this piece of mother earth and take part and bring your intention and the willingness to open up and let go and like you said open up the heart I think that's a big a big piece for a lot of people, too, that they probably don't realize when they start. And I know, like th- thinking back on, you know, my spiritual and healing journey. When I was looking at like either healing physical things within myself or emotional things, I didn't really think about heart opening until it happened. <laughs> and then yeah. just, you know, the gravity and the impact of that. Um, so... Yeah, I would definitely, if this is calling out to anyone out there, I would definitely, um, you know, do some more digging, find like a good guide, a good, you know, teacher and um, approach it with reverence, I would say. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So what else, what have we not talked about yet? Do we wanna talk about, um, dive deeper into like working with through emotions with cacao,
1: or sure, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, wow. So, it's really it's really interesting. You know, I, I love uh, in my in my training, I love to take my uh, my participants, the people who really want to facilitate these loving and safe spaces through cacao ceremonies. I love to take them through um, kind of a journey within themselves so that, you know, they can really understand emotions, you know, like sadness, uh, fear, um, depression, love, safety. And you know, I think when we really have this clear understanding and and this awareness, you know, within oneself of, you know, first off, what traumatic events have I gone through? What trauma have, has, have I gone through? How does that affect my, my life, my daily life, my work life, my relationships? And to really dig deep within myself, because I feel that for one who facilitates this work and one who facilitates any work, I feel like one must really have awareness and understanding within themselves to really share this work and to hold space for other people. And, you know, I, th- I think that, you know, when we understand these emotions and the gifts of them, and when you under access them, or when you over access them, um, you know, it, it's really just bringing more clear awareness. And perhaps this word can be, you know, maybe, Overused, or you know, we hear awareness. Maybe we think of spirituality or something, but I think just awareness is just collecting. It's collecting more data. It's collecting more truth. It's it's becoming more knowledgeable. It's it's attaining uh, a wisdom that that we see, that we know that to be true. And I feel that when we are able to clearly see things as though they are, how much more do we have the capacity and the authority to also share this with other people and uh yeah you know we can yeah it's such a it's such a broad and and deep thing you know emotions and you know even I think it's so brave that whoever's listening to this uh, podcasts right now, or are th- are us speaking, and you know, if you're ever, if you're someone that's, you know, maybe scared to go through your emotions, or you're someone who maybe doesn't feel that you're tapped into your emotions, or you find it hard, you know, to tap in through your emotions, you know, I just want to encourage you to to just keep going, keep keep being connected to yourself, keep tuning in with yourself, and um, you know, the more awareness that you can bring to yourself, you know, the more acceptance you can bring to yourself, and the more Acceptance you can really bring to this world, and what a what a great place this world would be when if we were at all just accept ourselves and each other, and how would we really see ourselves as a high value, high worthy, you know, individual to that that knows that we have a medicine and a gift to share.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I think it you know, like you said, emotions. It's a broad topic, you know, a broad subject, but depending on what we've been through in our lives, I feel like some of us like go, you know, can be like uh, as like full extreme is like completely shut down with emotions and like really like doesn't really feel anything until maybe like something like we've really been pushed to, uh, you know, a certain limit. And then an emotion comes up and, and we we go through that feeling. Or maybe we don't go through it the whole way. Maybe it comes up and then we immediately like push it back down or like some people, you know, again, like maybe they're so raw that they like feel every single thing and it becomes overwhelming. Mm. So, sure. Um, sure. yeah, I think it's so interesting that it's it's kind of like a practice, um, I think, you know, like getting to really, again, the willingness to dive into emotions and even maybe just like keeping a list. I have like a whole book of emotions and um, it's, it's a fun exercise to like flip through and just pick one and be like, okay, so when I think about this word, what comes up, where do I feel it in my body? Do I have memories or like thoughts that I haven't, the things I haven't thought about in a long time or excuse me, you know, I think especially again, like in a safe space. So like if you, don't feel safe doing that like by yourself you know definitely find someone that can facilitate that with you and for you because it really is important for us to like you said awareness but I think with that awareness becomes a comes a deeper understanding And the yeah, more we have that understanding maybe the more permission we give ourselves to to keep seeking. <laughs> and, and keep sort of like re-educating ourselves, maybe even just about ourselves. Amazing. Yeah. So cool. Okay. Um, what else? Anything else?
1: I mean, man, we can we can talk about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, oh. We can talk about um, drinking cacao, different types of cacao. Making oh, are cacao there different drinks, parts? cacao for ceremony.
0: Okay. Uh, are there different we can types talk of cacao? About,
1: uh, yeah, sure. I mean the the different the different types that I'm referring to is like the, the different processes. So like as I as I was sharing before, when you have that cacao pod, inside that cacao pod can hold 30 to 60 cacao beans surrounded by that white fruity flesh. You can ferment that for about seven days and then sun dry it for three to four. You roast it. You can peel the shell. The shell is used uh, for uh, smoking blends. You can smoke it. You can use it for tea. Uh, You can also use it as compost, putting it back into your garden, into into the earth. Uh, You can grind up those beans, just not too fine, but just grind it up and you create nibs, which is just the broken down beans. Um, Yeah, you got the, the ceremonial cacao, which is the cacao paste It's made by crushing the roasted cacao beans into a liquid because the bean may have 50% or more fat content, so it's just like pure chocolate syrup. And then when that solidifies, it turns into ceremonial cacao. And uh, yeah, that's that's the best thing to use for making cacao drinks, making chocolates. Um, you know, people have made mushroom chocolates, marijuana chocolates. Uh, they make drinks, um, they put it in their smoothies. You know, if you're really, also if you're just really looking to just boost your, boost your immune system, Cacao is amazing for that. Um, So, yeah, it's a a great, it's a a beautiful thing.
0: Awesome. Um, So, yeah, so I guess, like, so you mentioned before that um, typically in the ceremonies that that you drink it all night long with, like, no other substances. Um, But then you also mentioned maybe, like, um, smoking pieces of it. Or smoking parts like through the process? Is that part of would that be part of a different ceremony?
1: Um, so the the smoking, I, I don't I don't do anything that's relating to the smoking piece. Mm-hmm. Um the for what for my understanding for like the cacao shells that can be smoked, it's kind of like can be used as like a recreational thing. Uh, people also can blend it up in their tobacco oh, okay. blends or uh, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, tell us uh, where, so you're at cacaoking.com?
1: Correct, yeah. So if anyone's uh, interested in uh, learning more about cacao, I have a free PDF on my website. You can go to cacaoking.com. What is cacao? Cacao history, origins of cacao king, different types of cacao, making cacao drinks, cacao for ceremony. and then, yeah, if you want to connect with us, we're on uh, uh, Instagram, uh, just Cacao King, all one word, C A C A O K I N G. And uh, if anyone's interested in uh, doing like a one on one online session or doing any sort of training, I offer a Cacao King ceremonialist training live here in Thailand and Southeast Asia and a nine week program online. And then if anyone wants to give our cacao a try i'd love to offer a free discount code for you and for uh, all the uh listeners today you can just type in free 10.
0: awesome sorry my dog (laughs) (laughs) is i don't know if you can hear her in the background uh well thank you so much um yes everyone definitely um definitely check it out i'm gonna keep educating uh-huh. myself and, and digging deeper and um, I just I really encourage you to come to this with an open mind and an open heart and um, you know you never know like what beautiful doors can be open within yourself and and to your community and those that you surround yourself with uh-huh. when you do when we do work like this like I said like on my journey, um, I never really expected, knew what to expect until I was in it sometimes. So um, yeah. so I think it can be super powerful and um, and beneficial and have just wonderful ripple effects. So thank you so much. It was really great talking to you today.
1: Thank you so much, doctor. Appreciate it.